and I would call it first time in it. Ooh, I like that. I like the end of your blog post. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, what would you call it? Yeah, I think we're loving on each other because I, lo I love, here's, here's what I'm going to call it. Get out of the box. Ooh. guys and gals, welcome to Cadence and Kale, a 30-minute podcast designed to talk over last Friday's blog post, First Times. My name is Vale, and I'm going to give you my 10-word intro. I'm a radiance maker who loves to light people up. And this is Di, Diane, and I'm going to give you my 10-word intro. I am presently following what feels right. It's my birthday. Happy birthday, Diane. <laughs> 41. For the first episode, we will talk about first times. We already wrote about it freestyle on the blog, which you can check out at cadenceandkale.com. Today we're going to do a little excavating. Let's put the magic in motion. All right, so who's going to do the first, first question? <laughs> so in order to decide, so Vale and I wrote a post together and we wrote five questions for each other. And to decide who answers first, we're going to do rock, scissors, paper. Okay. Paper. Paper. So we didn't decide since I won who goes first. <laughs> you get to decide then. I'll ask the first question. Okay. Okay. So, Vail. Vail wrote about the first time that she traveled and went to... Austria. Austria, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so my question is, Austria made a big impression on your life. How might your life be different had you never gone? Oh my gosh. It's so funny because I reread the post this morning. Or, yeah, my post this morning, I typed it up finally. And I thought that, about that same thing. I thought, would I still be living in Michigan as an aside, I live in Mexico City, Mexico. Um, and I just think that that moment and that experience gave me this huge opportunity to expand what I thought the world was. And so I couldn't put that back in the box, you know, but I think about had I not known about other countries and other languages and other beliefs that maybe I would have been stuck into this very kind of um, small world where I would get sucked into the stereotypical white fence, picket fence and 2.5 children and all that kind of stuff, which for I think some people is totally what makes them happen, what fills them up. But um, I don't know if I'm answering your question totally, but I just think that my life would have been so much less rich in in experience, and I think so much less rich in connecting with people from everywhere. I love it. Yeah. Wow. We may great. have never met. That's another thing. We probably who knows well, though. Yeah, we might have met the in Michigan. 
We might have. The universe we might have thrown us, thrown us together. Yeah, it would have. Um, sure. I hope it would have. Yeah. Because we kind of make magic. That's why you're listening we to magic. <laughs> okay. Um, my question, my first question for Diane is, you wrote about starting each day with a newness, like a blank can canvas. So my question is, do you have any tips or a morning routine or a ritual that would help you, remind you to paint each day like it's new? Or is that something that's just this innate thing that you think about? Hmm, do I have a routine? No, I don't have a routine. My morning currently starts, depends on when you want to define starts, because I do wake up at four or five to feed the baby. So sometimes I fall back asleep and sometimes I don't. Um, one of the things I used to do with my students uh, is I used to have, have them set an intention each day, like make somebody laugh or something really simple. So um, I, you see, I didn't go back and read my post, so I'm glad that you brought that back to the forefront because I remember writing about the blank canvas and I like the idea, and I like the idea of, of uh, yeah, waking up and thinking blank, blank canvas, what am I going to create today? And I don't always set an intention for myself uh, because I feel like actually I, I wake up and I, the day starts rolling. Sometimes it's a little hectic and sometimes it's not, but yeah, I guess my tip would be wake up, set your intention. Yeah. Do not turn on your cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something Put I like. Sometimes I have my finger and I'm like, I get close to it and I'm like, am I going to? It's like when I eat a, one chocolate. I know it's not a good idea because it's just, it's just a downhill from there. Yeah, so trying to avoid turning on your phone and set an intention. Yeah, and I think even if you turned on your phone and then you remembered about the intention later, yep. you could go back and do it. Exactly. But it's a, a great way to yeah. make sure you're painting instead of yeah. kind of moving along without being thoughtful. Yeah, kind of like making life happen instead of life happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Cool. Now I've got this blank canvas in my head, and I'm like, what am I going to make today? Yep. Something amazing. Maybe a podcast. Maybe. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, and it doesn't even have to be in the morning. You can start. Remember, every breath is a chance to begin again or however it goes. Mm-hmm. True. Like you can be halfway through your day and think, I need to reset. Mm-hmm. I need a new canvas. And you just get to do that, like the spirograph thing. Like you just or like get the etch-a-sketch. Exactly. Yeah, 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 you shake it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You shake it. Yeah. You can start again. I love so that. Give your head a little shake. Shake it. Shake it. Yeah. Shake it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Thanks. Good question. <laughs> Question number two. Vale just told me to get closer to the speaker. She's like, move a little closer. We're actually using this speaker. This high-tech speaker that you're listening to is the um, speaker on a set of iPhones. Hi, Yogi. 
Dale's dog just came in. Hi, Yuki. Okay. Ah, I like the next question. What advice would you give to your 15-year-old self? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, man. I would tell her so many things. The thing is, though, I actually, this is such an interesting question, too, because I have a sister who's 11 years younger than me. And so I kind of feel like I'm always trying to give advice to somebody who's 11 years younger than me. Like going back and telling them, oh, don't do this or don't do that or do this or do that. And no matter what advice I gave to my sister, um, and this is, my sister is a beautiful human, but she didn't necessarily take all of that advice. And I think that that's because she had to experience it on her own. And so I think that um, the thing that I would tell my 15-year-old self based on all that is that you don't have control. Life is going to put you in all of these situations and that some of them are going to be positive and some of them are going to be negative. Um, but just to kind of like come back to the core of yourself every single time. And I think I love the word authenticity. I think maybe it's overused a bit, but just like be you and be the you that you want to be proud of all the time, but that you're always going to make the right decisions or that, um, that's just not necessarily positive. So just, or possible. So just, um, Yeah just kind of tap into you and maybe pause every once in a while and think, what is it that I really want right now? Because I think sometimes we, we don't question ourselves. We just, kind of like you were talking about, you know, you just do life, you're on autopilot and you're not being intentional. And I think um, if you stop and think, what's the right thing here for me at this moment, that, that's really powerful. Yeah, and the right thing's not always the easy thing. No, no. Hell no. <laughs> it usually isn't, actually. It's like the things that taste really good are usually not good for you. Yeah. It's the same concept. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolate has antioxidants. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Okay. It's funny oh, that yeah. you said autopilot because I was thinking the same thing. The word was in my head and then you actually said it. Well, you know. Nice work. We're connected. Mm -hmm. um, so my next question, there's some moments when all the stars seem to align and it seems magical. Like those are moments that we have in life. Do you think there's a connection between first times and being in the flow and finding that magic? Ooh. Ooh, yes, is the short answer. Um, I think that you have to be willing to take a risk often during first times. Um, and I think that the magic happens when, as we were just talking about earlier, when you're not attached to the outcome, right? Because if you're attached to the outcome and it doesn't go like that, it doesn't go as planned, then you might have a regret or, or something like that. Um, and I think that 
when you're willing to take a risk and not be attached to the outcome, yeah, you allow the stars to align and for magic to seep in, creep in, or blast in, however it shows up. Um, yeah, I feel like, like I have a visual in my head right now. Like you have to kind of be standing at the edge of a cliff, not afraid to fall. Free falling. Oh, town petty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And you have to, you have to, you know, there's, I was listening to a podcast last week. Who was it? It was, um, maybe it was um, Elizabeth Gilbert, Magic Sessions. But I'm going to have to double check and give the right person credit. But they were saying that... What were they saying? It just, it just escaped me in looking for who said it. Um, I'm going to come back to it. I'm going to come back to who said it and what they said. Okay. <laughs> well, I just, I just got a piggyback backing since we've got a kind of a, um, a moment. You mentioned regret. And I think that's one of the things that popped in my head when you asked me that question about 15 years old. Like, what would be the advice? And I want to think that I don't have any regrets, you know, that I... And wonderful things have happened to me, and not so wonderful things have happened to me, but I wouldn't be this amazing radiance maker, <laughs> you know, if I hadn't had all those experiences. So right. just jump and go after it and make mistakes. And so I like that idea of not worrying about regret or thinking about. Just going for it. Yeah. Yeah. Jump in. Mm-hmm. Even if the water's cool. Deep dive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Question number three. Is there a first time coming up for you in the future? Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, you start each chapter with, oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, the thing that's on my mind is I'm turning 40 yes, in, I don't know how many days, I but do. it's so 12. close. Okay, it's 12? 12. 11. 11 December or 12. 2nd, yeah. It's December 2nd. It's 12 days. Uh-huh. So, like, 11. first time as a 40-year-old, that's a first time that's 100% coming up. Um, do you want me to tell you everything I know? Tell me everything you know <laughs> right now. <laughs> She just told me today that when you're 41, your elbows get dry. So I, I am going to be prepared. Like, I'm going to have so much coconut oil. And then you can, it may smell good, but you can't Yeah. Oh. Um, besides that, um, it's possible that I'm going to have my first Christmas in Mexico. Yeah, so that's another first time that could possibly be coming up. And Tell them how long you've lived here. I've lived here for 11 years, um, and I've always gone home to Michigan to see snow and, you know, put blankets on and whatnot. Um, and it's possible that I'm going to be here, which will be a challenge because I love my family and I would love to see them. But I also have been thinking a lot about first times, and 
how if it is my first time, how I can kind of ground into that, paint my canvas, and what do I want to look at, want it to look like if I'm here. And I do have a Mexican family. I have I'm married to a wonderful man from Mexico, and he has a family here, so I will not be alone. But it's possible that I'm going to have to paint some amazing Mexican experiences here. Awesome. I just started like bedazzling your entire house in my head <laughs> with like Mexican decorations and your Mexican Christmas tree and sombreros and piñatas everywhere. Piñatas is a yes. That's yes. a definite. Yeah. Piñata at Christmas. And I always forget the song, you know. Dale, dale, dale. Yeah, da, 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 da. Anyway, I will re- I will that. relearn it. We'll put it. We'll put a link to the song in the show notes. Yep, it's a pretty great song. I actually don't even know what it means once I remember how to sing it, but it's about spinning you around. Awesome. So, anyway, well, I wish that we were going to be here for Christmas. I mean, if you end up being here, but we won't be here. There will be other first times. There will be. You know? There will be. So. All right. Um, okay. So we both wrote about the power and positivity of first times. Can you think of a first time that went wrong? Oof. Veil. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was like my sinister think I... of something negative face. <laughs> She just went, like, she, oh, I, you can't see me. <laughs> um, okay, a first time that went wrong. Let me, yes. The first time I got married. Well, that went wrong. Um, but, in hindsight, it actually didn't because I wouldn't be here right now if that never happened, right? So, let's not talk about that one. <laughs> Hi, Guy. Just kidding. <laughs> um, a first time that went wrong. See, that's a really tough question to answer because I am the type of person who would always think that even though it seemed wrong, I wouldn't be here had it not happened. So... <clears throat> First time I, well, um, hmm. that's the sound of me thinking. If you can't access a bad first time, (laughs) keep doing things the first time all the time. Sounds amazing. Well, see, okay, what came to my head was the first time I got a credit card. Oh. Because I've never learned how to manage my credit cards. Hmm. So maybe that would be, like, and I think that they gave me one my first year of university. So I, like, showed up on campus that day and I got a Royal Bank credit card with probably a $500 limit or something like that. And then I probably, like, I probably went to the mall and maxed it out that day. That would be par for the course. So, yeah, I would just go with that. And um, there's a book, actually, that I'm going to read very soon about about that. Yeah, about managing credit cards. 
That sounds like a... I don't care to elaborate and tell you my balance. No, it's fine. (laughs) This is not true confessions. Oh, excellent. Um, This is about first times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question. All right. Now that you gave me one of those, I'm going to give you one of those. Oh, gosh. (laughs) She has a sinister face. (laughs) Is there a first time you've been putting off and why? Oh, gosh. I love it. You've answered every question with... Well, it's my thinking phrase. (laughs) I can't think without saying, oh, gosh. I love it. And I love how, like... PC I'm trying to be, as if I'm somebody who doesn't swear. Like, oh, golly, jeepers. That's a good one. Let me think about that. I do swear in more than one language. Um, Yeah, one comes to mind super quick. So I, um, I hope it's the first time that I can answer this, but, um, I have been thinking about going back to school to get my master's, um, and I guess it would be the first time that I would be doing any, like, real coursework online, and I don't know if it's because it's online that I've been hesitating or if it's because I, I, haven't, I have these, like, roadblocks in my head about me living in Mexico and what my, like... Um, opportunities are. And I know that they're not real. They're these like big fear roadblocks that are standing there. And I know if I just went and pushed it, it would like float away. Um, but sometimes I think, oh, you know, if I went and got my degree in, and I want to get my degree in mental health counseling, then would I come back here and would I be able to practice because maybe there's not enough people who speak English or maybe there's not enough interest or I don't know. So there, there are some of those like fear roadblocks. I think that come up anytime that we're doing something for the first time, we always tend toward the worst case scenario kind of, um, imagining of what the future's like. And, um, it's funny because when we get up there and you're staring that fear in the face and you can see it, it's like not, that hard. So anyway, I'm planning on working on it this week. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Throwing those fears away, getting on board of first time online learning is my hope for this week. I love it. And you asked yourself whether you could come back and whether you could get enough clients and you like, you know what the answer is, right? Yeah, no, I know the answer, but it's like, there is that irrational fear Mm -hmm. that I think we all have. And I think it gets triggered for certain people in certain ways, in certain areas of their lives. Mm -hmm. And I've never been somebody, I mean, moved to Mexico without knowing one person and also moved to Colorado without, I had one friend when I moved there and, you know, went back to school already once and, you know, so I've, I've never been somebody who's really been, but I think there's something that about me not being from here that I have this chip on my shoulder and it allows that fear to creep to in. Seep in. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. we got to patch that chip up. I know. How do we do that? 
What would be a good material? <laughs> Second skin. We need to get you a Band-Aid. We need to get a huge fear Band-Aid for For me. your shoulder. Yeah, I can feel it. Why don't right people, there. why don't they have, why don't they have that? Why doesn't that exist? Oh my gosh. A Band-Aid for your shoulder that's like. Yeah. It's you just give it to somebody when they've got a chip on your shoulder. We oh, are going <laughs> to become millionaires, by the way, guys. You Such a great idea. You're like, here's for that chip on your shoulder. <laughs> and it's just so undertone. Yeah. We yeah. What would it be called? The, the like, shoulder chip band-aid. The that, shoulder that is not creative. <laughs> the the uh the Re like the rebuilder or something. Yeah, like the I like that. That's the, the positive shoulder, side. The shoulder, um, shoulder support, shoulder support band aid, band aid coming soon <laughs> to a store near you. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, you've been you've done a really good job of holding the microphone. I'm going to take over. Okay, you do that. You do it. I'm yeah. Um. Okay. Next question. What do you think is the most valuable thing about having or thinking about multiple perspectives when you're stepping into something for the first time? Can you repeat the question? Yeah. It's complicated. <laughs> well, okay. okay, let me explain this. You wrote in your post about how having multiple perspectives mm-hmm. is awesome, which is why we're, we both wrote and we're both talking here. And so I guess my point is, is what is the benefit of thinking about or talking about multiple perspectives when you're trying something new on? Mm. Ooh, okay. Yeah? It's so funny because I, I am such a visual uh, thinker. Mm-hmm. So when you asked the question the second time, like you just, un- you, you took it out of the box. Yeah. You took the unpacked question out. It. Yeah, you unpacked it. I actually envisioned... Um, if you only had one perspective, I actually envision like putting on a box and being confined to that box, like mm. putting two holes in the bottom of a box and put the box on mm-hmm. and there you are, you're in this box. But I think if you have multiple, multiple perspectives, then it's more like going into a, the wardrobe of a Broadway musical and choosing what you want to put on at any given day or time, right? So not confining yourself to one uh, constraint and feeling like you're um, confined. But I think that if you have multiple perspectives, you, you're ever adapting, like you're ever changing. You're never, um, never confining yourself to a certain way that something should be or is supposed to be, uh, but you allow for the magic to come in, you know, like you allow for whatever, whatever any given place or time calls for. And that's free. That's free. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love that you're visual. I'm a visual learner. Um, so I feel like I work well with you even explaining it that way. Like, I love the idea of like, you're in a box and then you're in this expansive space with all of this opportunity. And how often do we just like sit in that box or do people sit in those boxes? Yes. Or you get put in the box. Yeah. Oh, you get pushed in the box. 
Like when I sometimes go to my real job, <laughs> this is my real job too. Yeah. Um, but when I, you know, like literally you, I'm inside a confined fence that's locked in. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, and then you're in a room or a classroom. Mm -hmm. You put those kids in a box. Yeah. People just want to keep putting us in boxes. Yeah. Because we're easy to control that way. Ooh. Yeah. And there's, and then there's the people who are, who want to have the power that are like, we're like, like Cammie's toys. She has like this toy family and we keep it in a box, right? Yep. People keep us in boxes. It's time to break out of the boxes. I mean, that could be a whole mother talk about breaking out of the, oh, the box. box. Yeah. Yeah. But true. And and what is the difference between you putting your own self oh, yeah. in the box? Because and, it's and safe. Someone, yeah. Yeah. It's also safe in the box. Yeah. Like, just think about all of the boxes that you see around in life. Like houses. We confine ourselves. Mm-hmm. We gotta go back to the jungle <laughs> with some loincloths. Oh man, that, doesn't that sound there's like a visual, utopia? There's a visual for you. No boxes, also no clothes. Have you seen Naked and Afraid? No. No. Uh -uh. Oh, it's a show where they. Um, thanks to my friend Meg, who I was visiting in the summer, it's a show where they basically you're chosen. Oh my goodness, oh my there's one gosh, minute left. the one minute warning. They send you to a remote location. You have to take all your clothes off and you have to survive for like 12 or 30 days with one other person. So if you're a girl, you're with a guy. And if you're a guy, you're with a girl. Or, yeah. Anyways, no clothes? No clothes. You're naked and afraid. And there's like spiders and polar bears. Well, not polar bears, but. Okay, there's one minute left. I do not want to go there, by the way. That is my idea of like. <laughs> The worst thing ever. <laughs> the polar okay. bears or the nakedness? Um, I mean, just everything. I think that you have a, you have to streak for your first time in the near future to get to rid of the fear. Or you or should see her I, mouth right now. Have I streaked before? When I have streaked, we will let you know how the first time That was. will not be in the show notes. It will not. I, I streaked once in front of the Eiffel Tower. What? I have a picture to prove it. Oh my gosh. I'll pull it up later. Okay. Okay, there's also like... will not be in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my family. Just kidding. Okay, there's like ten seconds left. Uh-huh. So our one minute question of the day is if you could give this podcast a title, what would it be? Who gives the answer first? Are you asking me? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were asking. Oh, yeah, you're asking me. I thought you were asking them. No. The people inside the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what would it be? Um, I know what it would be. You ended your blog post with, you said, why not first time it every day? Uh-huh. And I would call it first time in it. Ooh, I like that. I like the end of your blog post. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, what would you call it? Yeah, I think we're loving on each other because I love, I love, here's, here's what I'm going to call it. Get out of the box. Ooh, get out of the box. Yeah. Climb out. Yep. Yeah. 
All right. We leave you with that, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next week. Same place, same time. Yes. Is that it? Or is it still recording? <laughs> <laughs>